Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to A Fan to A Fan, episode 13, the safe place where I am allowed to speak openly about my criticisms of people and society. I am your host, Brenice Coupe, and I hope you remember that name until your dying days. Let's get into it. Ooh, I know, I've been saying ooh a lot, and I don't know if anyone picked up on it, but I didn't even know I said that in real life, actually. But hello, we're on the 13th episode. You can say that's like an unlucky number. I don't know if you want to assume it's a, if you believe in, you know, superstitions and whatnot, but I really don't, so it is what it is. But basically, this weekend, I got out of the cornfields, thank the Lord Jesus, and I went home. I went home. Oh my gosh. Like, I'm not a big fan of going home, as some of you guys know, but I needed to get away from here. I think I was like going crazy just being here, but really going home, it really like relaxed my mind. And I, I did a few things while I was there. So I was always doing stuff. Um, I wasn't just chilling there in my own thoughts. So it's pretty good that I went, you know, good, good to catch up with the fam and good, good to be uh, staying busy and not be here struggling and dying in these cornfields. And um, the drive there actually was interesting because I left early and my dad advises me. He's like, leave really early or leave really late because I don't want you out there with traffic because something's going to happen. And I'm just like, okay. So you don't believe in my great driving abilities, but uh, I don't blame him. I suck at driving. But I got there, and I realized I'm not too much of a super-duper early person, so I'm just trying to stay awake on the road, you know? And then it's pretty much a, a straight shot home for me. Once, once you take all, all the, the twists and turns, you know, you just take the I-something... See, I don't even know. I ninety four. I something. That's I something. But I'm 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 over there, riding straight shots. Looks like the middle of nowhere. Whatever, whatever. And I'm like, what the heck is gonna keep me up on this straight shot home? Um, nobody's on the road. I'm just over here, and I can fall asleep anytime. So of course. I go on Cupcakes radio station. Actually, it wasn't Cupcakes on Spotify. It was a uh, her one song CPR. I'm I'm sure some of you guys are are familiar with Cupcake. I love Cupcake so much. So I figured Cupcakes moaning will will keep me up during this ride home. So of course I, I play that, and then I go on the radio. The uh, the radio connected to, to to the song, whatever. And it's a lot of you know. Let's say hood rat songs playing, and I'm just like, okay, like I'm getting lit, I'm getting lit, whatever, whatever. It's 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 fun, and like I just can't with these sounds, the the sounds, the the sounds in in these type of songs. They they really kill me. The you hear you hear gunshots, you hear vibrating, you you hear whatever in these in these in these hood rat songs. So. Uh-uh, it was, it was one song. I, I, I heard something. I thought, <laughs> I thought my engine was overheating. And I, I got so scared from the pull over to the shoulder of the road. And I'm like, okay, my engine's not overheating. And then I, I heard gunshots. I looked behind me, almost swerved over. I'm like, I can't, I can't. So I realized I'm just going to stick to my nice soul music while driving. I'm going to, I'm going to stay away from that. <laughs> and, um, another thing that happened going home, I, I got my hair done. 
my sister does it. Um, really talented, I would say. Nice discount, but uh, when your sister does your hair, you have to, to put up with the extra abuse, trash talking, and uh, the abrupt stopping. And and it's fine. I, I I deal with it. I'm just like, it's better than paying over 200 bucks in the shop and I can get it more customized when, when she does it, you know? So I just, I, I stick to that. And uh, I would say it freaking hurt. It freaking hurt. I don't know if you guys remember me telling you this, but I'm very tender headed. Tender, not tender headed. Tender headed. Okay. And uh, that'd be hurting. She be trying to part my hair, and I'm just like, ah, and like she's enjoying every minute of me wincing in pain. She's just enjoying every single minute, and this is the revenge she wanted all the time. And she knows I need my hair done. She called nappy head. I'm like, okay. She's like, this is your head nappy. Oh, girl, I I try. I'm trying now here. I'm trying. If 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 y'all if y'all see my well, I'm pretty sure you guys see my hair. It's the cover of my podcast but it'd be hard i don't know how to do hair it's hard it's hard out here so i got through that i'm in a little bit of a pain where i got not loose braids so they hurt less but guys beauty hurts beauty freaking hurts beauty hurts and um another thing i did of course uh the reason why i went home honestly wasn't just to see my family i went to see freaking cupcake cupcake seeing her in person was very i was starstruck honestly um she's so real she's so genuine she came out there and she was herself and i loved it and i loved everyone loved it and i was just so happy in that moment i don't think i've ever you know concerts like i always say is a natural high you don't need drugs you don't need alcohol you just you just need that that energy that vibe, especially when you listen to the artist and you can sing every word and you just see them there interacting with their fans, very passionate. So I I love Cupcake so much, and she did the moans and stuff, and the crowd did the moans, and I said I did the moans too. I did the moans, but it was just great seeing her and having that opportunity to uh to to see her like that. So, of course, Cupcake went performing in some random uh, place in Illinois. She was in Chicago, so I had to get to Chicago. And I don't, I don't live too far from from Chicago, right? But if I were to get there, of course, I would have to take the red line, <laughs> the red line. So, of course, my my parents are you know worried for me, and I'm just like, I'm fine, I'm grown, whatever. Get in there. No problem. Whatever. Brother dropped me off at the station. Took the took the train to the north side. It was good. It was fine. Um, and then I didn't want to bother him again because I don't really talk to my younger brother like that because he has <laughs> he has issues. But um, so I get uh I go back to ninety fifth the station, and um. I'm like, I'll just take an Uber back. It, it's like, it's late, so it should be 20 bucks. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. It, it was not 20. It was not 20. That stuff was $50. I'm like, I am not paying $50 to travel eight miles. Like, are you freaking kidding me? So I get desperate. And I, I freaking, I, I had to call my brother. And 
I know I had I had to suck yeah yeah I had to uh, swallow my pride and he picked me up and he's like who who car we take he took he took my car and on top of that I had to pay him money I had to pay him money to drive my car which he drives reckless and you guys know when someone else is like driving your car you're you're on the edge this dude's going crazy speed races Sonic the Hedgehog come on this ain't the, this ain't NASCAR. He's just going crazy in every single pothole. Y'all know the potholes in Cook County be <laughs> make make you wanna. <sighs> oh my gosh, those those potholes would go so hard. And I know because I ran over a pothole. I know with the same car. So so t for, to have someone else do it, you know, of course I'm gonna be more angry about it. If I did it, I'd just be embarrassed. But if someone else does it to my stuff, uh, we're fighting, and you're not gonna be able to live this now. And run me my money hoe. So I was really on edge about that. But even if I do appreciate the favor, but why did it have to take uh me giving him money in order for him to drive me in my car? My car. And it's just not it. We're supposed to be brother, sister. So I don't I don't see why I should be paying you, especially those times when he didn't have a license and I drove him to work and I took him wherever. So like it's just this this whole sibling relationship. It ain't equal. It ain't equal, and that's kind of what I want to talk about today. Not sibling relationships. I'm just talking about relationships that aren't uh, equal in a sense, you know. And I like to call. I like to you know. People typically call it uh people not matching your energy, right? My energy be too high. People's energy be too low. I'm gonna need people to to start matching my energy. How hard is that to do? Whether if it's with siblings or uh, significant others or friends or family or teach, I don't know. All I know is that energy needs to be matched out here. And that's what we're going to get in today. We're going to get into it today. And today's episode is called When Your Energy Isn't Being Matched. Let's get into it. Oof. Again, me doing that woof thing, I swear I'm going to stop it soon because now I'm aware of it, listening back to myself. But so, of course, today I'm going to be talking about energy. So I'm going to need some energy. So in order for me to have energy, I need I need to talk all day. I need to run my mouth. I need to yell. I need to scream. I need to move my hands and stuff. I will be needing a drink. So today I am drinking. I've I've had this drink before. Nice. It's, it's a great value purified drinking water one gallon and for you uh metric system people 3.78 liters okay so i'm gonna take a sip right now out of this gallon jug oh, i'm freaking thirsty man sorry that sounded like something else you guys didn't hear that but anyway, let's get into this backstory right now. So, um, I am, I don't know if some of you guys know, or if you know, or whatever, whatever. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, if you knew or didn't know, I'm very, 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 very much so into soul music. And that's, um, 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s. I feel like this genre, it kind of like, I'd say it's dead. I feel like. The artists aren't as soulful as they were back in the day, so I can't really get into it as much as I'm into the older music. And part of the reason why I'm into that is because I just grew up listening to it. Uh, 
you know, with staying with my grandma and stuff and just being around older people. So people say I do have an older soul, but that's besides the point. But I recall uh, this one song by Teddy Pendergrass, okay? He's he's one of my favorites and he's quite hilarious. I think I think I do want to do an episode on him in my new series. I, I, I'll explain it later, but yeah, so he has this this one song and it's called uh When Somebody Loves You Back. No, not me singing guys, okay. I swear, I swear I'm not not an artist, okay. And uh I really love that song. So of course that it's stuff explanatory in the freaking title when somebody loves you back okay and you know people like of course it's natural in a relationship for one person to have stronger feelings for the other whatever but i it, not to say it's completely equal all the time but it shouldn't be like such such a huge you know, disparity between, like, you know, who likes who. It can't be 80, 20, uh, 60, 40. I feel like even that, I say, hmm, maybe 5, 5% is a good percentage, you know, if there is, you know, you know, a relationship and, like, somebody likes the person more. 5, 5% is a good number, but it just can't be that, that high number. I don't feel like there is a relationship would we'll, we'll really work if it's such a high you know, difference between, you know, like, who likes who more, who doesn't, and who likes who less, you know, but he talks about that, and, like, just that, the feeling of, um, having somebody, uh, love you as strongly as, as you do, and basically returning your energy, you know, so, that's, uh, yeah, that's, like I said, that, that's what I do want to talk about today, so he was like, he, he said, he said, I'm talking 50-50, not 80-20, not 70-30, not 60-40. I'm talking about the 50-50 love. Okay, no, let me stop. I'm, I'm going to start singing. But, yeah, so I just, just want to get, I just wanted to uh, say that as, as a nice example. But a um, little backstory in terms of me and my history of uh, energy matching. Um, so, <sighs> I didn't have that many friends growing up. You know, surprise, surprise. But I was, I was a, I was a shy kid. So, not to say, uh, in high school I didn't have friends at all. But I, I didn't have that many, and I, hmm, I wouldn't say I have like lifelong friends I made from high school. Like, I don't like consistently talk to anyone from high school. Like, I was just mostly a loner. I did my own thing, whatever. I didn't really click with any specific group. And that's why, because I feel like, you know, high school is just full of, like, fakes and people trying so hard to fit in. And, like, I was just not not with that. I'm like, y'all look so stupid. But, and then, like, people do eventually, like, pass that phase. And, you know, they they grow up and then they see, oh, who cares? Who cares who likes me? Who cares who doesn't? It's just that. I developed that mindset really early, and that left me with no friends. But like I said, I had some, and I do appreciate them. But I'm saying, like, if I were to say, like, it's someone I consistently talk to from high school, that would be a lie because I don't, you know. So then, uh, college, you know, I wanted to uh, change it up, not in terms of trying to fit in to uh, 
to make a bunch of friends, but putting myself out there because I could have made more effort, you know, into uh, meeting new people and like being friends with people. And also, I came here, came to this big school with no friends from uh, high school, basically, and nobody that I actually knew, nobody I met on the Facebook uh, group chat, whatever. And I'm just like, okay, so I need to go out of my way because I don't want to be here completely alone. So that's what I tried to do. And uh, I did that. And then initially I was I was met with uh, some people thinking I was like weird <laughs> automatically because, you know, I, I did. Like, not going to lie, like, it was like my, my first time, like, partying and stuff, like, freshman year. So, of course, I came off as like, the, the the drunk weird girl who who like parties too hard or whatever. But if you saw her party now, it's, it's like nothing, nothing. Like like freshman year was nothing compared to right now. That was a whole. It's a whole different beast right now than it was freshman year. Like the the beast has sprouted. You know, party animal now. But yeah, so they thought it was weird, and then they would like pretend not not to know my name. Like oh Francis, oh Fran Francine, like. I don't know your name, I don't remember your name, and then, like, not want to include me in things, and, like, I've been nothing but nice to them, and then they don't want to include me, and then the only way they started this group of, uh, people started including me was, like, when they saw I knew this other guy, and we were, we were close, and like, oh, she sounds weird, like, I don't know, I don't like that, <laughs> I don't, I don't like people just judging people so harshly, like, Especially when they didn't personally do anything to them. It's called, like, talking to somebody, with, you know, with a clear mind, open mind, and then not judging them so harshly. Because if maybe they understood my situation more, they wouldn't have been so quick to exclude me and assume I was some type of way. But that's besides the point. Once they uh, accepted me, accepted me, um, then they they saw more of my personality and they're like oh this girl she's 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 unique she's different she's funny whatever and um uh, then i guess that's when not not like trying to sound all oh, everyone likes me or like i'm so different i'm so unique but like they they just like started to get some of them started to get attached to my personality whatever and then they saw me as a really close friend once they saw I was a nice, genuine, you know, person, whatever. Like, this person would make a good friend. And then that's when the, you know, the B word came up. And y'all y'all know what B, the B word I'm talking about, best. And then that's followed by the F word. That's not for me. Friend. Best friend. And I'm just like, ma'am, like, when did we agree to the terms of service here like facebook make make you sign some and like ev like everything you you gotta you know go through on like you know whether you sign up for a card you sign in a bill uh you know you on facebook youtube you, you know you agree to freaking terms of service and like honey i didn't agree to this i was sort of like just given the title like without me agreeing to it so keep in mind i said i didn't really have close friends like that so you give me a title like best friend i don't know what that duty entails all i know is i'm gonna be myself i'm gonna be real i'm gonna be truthful and 
you like it, you like it, you like it, you don't, you don't. Like, if you consider me a best friend, then, then that's on you, you know. But I'm just going to be a real, truthful, genuine person. And if I, you know, have loyalty to you, if I care about you, I'll show it through my actions, you know. Like, it's not like saying I love you or saying, yeah, my best friend. It's my best friend. What? What's the point of the title? I don't, I never saw the point of that title. So, um, yeah, so I was called out by these so-called people who uh, considered me their best friend. And I'm just like, first of all, you you called me your best friend. I was just minding my own business being myself. And then they call me out like, oh, you don't ever show that you love me. You don't ever show it this way. I'm like, what, what you showing what? Like. Like you don't you don't ever call me your best friend. You don't ever tell me you love me. Like, ma'am, is this a relationship? Like, what's what's going on? And then I'm I'm called a bad friend, and I'm called like you know, and that's just not true. That's a lie. And it's because you're feeling some type of way. You you're feeling some some type of way. So I'm a bad friend all of a sudden. Okay, make it make sense, please, because it doesn't make sense to me. So it's just it's just that issue, but. As uh, I got used to it, being here in college, about to be in my uh, fourth year, I'm like, okay, like, whatever. I'm used to having a bunch of friends now. Like, I know how to manage that, whatever. And uh, just, like I said, like, even without the title, like, I'm naturally, like, a caring, giving person. I listen, I listen, and I remember things about you. And you know, like, like that—that's like one of the most important qualities, like, to have is like, like listening, having a good memory, like, and caring, and like actually, like, showing that you listen. You know, by bringing it up, like, you know, like I, I appreciate that out of a person. I don't appreciate that. Oh, I forgot. I don't remember. I don't know how to say your name. Is it Francis? Oh, I hate those type of people. And don't claim you got a bad memory. You twenty years old. You twenty years old got a bad memory. You gonna have dementia by you thirty five at this point. You know, I just feel like that's an excuse. But <laughs> me getting off topic because I'm upset about people with quote unquote bad memory. Like, shut up. Go to hell. Anyway. I'm not upset. I swear I'm not upset. But, you know, and me just, you know, naturally being a good person and loyal to my friends, you know, um, I see people take advantage of that. They want to walk all over you because you see that you're this nice person. But, you know, they know that you're a good person, so they know you're irreplaceable. So what they do, once you piss off this good person, you know, so much, and then it's like, oh, we're going to walk back. We're going to walk it back. And then they, they make up some BS excuse to, to try to get you back and excuse their actions, you know? So, that's my thing. You know, if I'm being a true, genuine person to you, I'm listening to you, you know, I'm I'm doing, like, actions to show you that I clearly care about you and that, you know, yeah, I clearly care about you. And you ain't doing the same thing. You treat me like crap because of what? Because I'm nice? Because I'm nice, because I'm caring, because I'm giving, you know? And, and that's just an example of somebody not, not matching your energy, you know? You give them all this, and then they won't do the same things that you do for them. And I have had some uh, some friendship relationships like that here, unfortunately. And in a world where it's just straight up fake people, mean people, 
you know, and like you can't even say nowadays, you can't say nowadays, like this is not a nowadays issue. This has been an issue since the beginning of time. Like I said, like my love for soul music, you can go back in the 70s, the OJ singing about backstabbers. Seriously, it's backstabbers, people smiling in your face, people taking advantage of you. You can go find music like, and it's on Spotify, <laughs> literally. It's, it's music like that's on Spotify. And then, like to say that this is like more prevalent now that people are fake and use you, that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. It's always been around. We just have social media to broadcast it. But this has been an issue. Like, literally, it's the advice your parents give you, your grandparents give you. This is not a now issue. So, if some of you guys struggle from this and have been walked all over and, like, you're just contemplating with yourself, like, am I being walked over, walked all over? Is this person a true friend of me? Is this person, you know, returning that energy I'm giving them? I'm here to, to clarify that, you know, and you can make that determination for yourself. And then also, in the end, I will offer some advice, like I always do, because, if you value that, then I'm going to say it. And if you don't value that, I'm still going to say it because you're here listening to it. So whatever, that's what it is. Here is how to identify when someone ain't matching your energy. When your friends, your, your significant others ain't matching your energy, let's get into it. What this up? Okay, my first point I want to acknowledge is um, going the extra mile for someone. When you know they wouldn't do the same for you, you know, um, and those people uh, here listening understand this. Um, they just, they're naturally loyal people and they're willing to, to do whatever to uh, protect the ones that they love and care about. But just because you have that naturally doesn't mean everyone has it naturally. You know, and some things aren't worth it. Like it's 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 good it's good to be a loyal person, and like that's a great it's a great quality to have, honestly. But a lot of people aren't like that, and you have to think like, is it worth it? Is is it is it really worth it? Is it worth not to say like I'm gonna take a bullet for you? That's that's an extreme example. It's just like. Uh, taking time out of your day to, to do something for, for somebody or, you know, making it a little bit more inconvenient because you want to do a favor for them. And if you're constantly doing this, knowing that you have like never gotten any treatment like this in re return from said person, then it's not worth it. <laughs> It's not worth it. And you need to evaluate this because that's not what true friends or partners do. You know, you can go back to uh, Teddy, Teddy Pendergrass talking about someone, somebody loves you back. You ain't being loved back, honey. You're not being loved back. They're not. They're, that's not love, honestly. That's not, they, they want you to put in all, all the effort. So, you know, and, and then they, they want to do nothing in return. But that's not how friendships work. It's not. And uh, 
if you marry, like, dang, you got married. That's a whole, that's a whole process you gotta go through. So I just can't say, oh, cut them off, cause nah, you married. If you got kids, can't say, oh, cut them off. Dang, that's the baby daddy. But I mean, with friendships, I, I say you can do that. Well, with boyfriend and girlfriends, I say just just take the time to uh, evaluate if this person has has um, done the same things you you did for them, and see if it's like a constant, you know. Give, receive, give, receive, give, receive. And that pattern, not just you giving, 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 receiving nothing. Because that's not equal. Not equal at all. And, and yeah, just, just like have little flashbacks. You know, like the little flashback moments in the shows and movies. Have one of those. Dive deep into that imagination of yours. <laughs> Honestly. Um, number two. Um, going about this, um, if you feel like this person is, you know, like, it's, I feel like a lot of people, although it's a big adult population here in this country, a lot of people don't want to communicate like adults. And that may be hard to, to set up. And it just goes back to, the, the fake issue, people not wanting to face you, because it may be easier, no, maybe it is, it's easier to lie over text message or lie over the phone, but to sit face-to-face with somebody, or even on FaceTime, having a conversation with them, a lot of people are scared of that confrontation, so actually, like, Organizing that is going to be hard. And if they don't want to put in the effort to communicate with you after you express an issue, that's another example of them not going the extra mile for you or they don't value you as a person because they're not willing to hear your concerns. You know, if you say, I want to talk, they should be making time in their schedule for that or say, I'm, I'm concerned. Let's talk, you know. And if they're not willing to communicate with you, they don't respect you in that way or they're uh, getting ready to lie so they're coming up with a nice story to say (laughs) never fails i've actually experienced that so like people wait a long time to talk to you like hmm, two weeks so like i'm like two weeks is a good amount of time for you to to come up with a whole story but of course i don't believe it because i'm not stupid (laughs) so so is that, and then they want to put on the the, cro- the crocodile tears and like come up with this strategic plan. But like, little did they know, I'm not stupid. So not me getting my feelings. I swear I'm not upset. I'm not upset. I'm fine. God. But anyway, <laughs> just talk about it. If you value this person, talk about it. And if they value you, they will be willing to talk about it because it's you no. Know, Communication, like I said, is worth it. And this person may not be aware of what they're doing. And stuff will change if, you know, if like it was like a miscommunication or a misconception or a person not realizing what they were doing. Because it's, like I said, it's worth it. Communicate like adults. We communicate like adults. We need to be adults 2022, 2023, okay? Like, let's stop acting like children and learn to talk to people to their face. Point number three. And um, I'll say for you, if you feel like you value value uh, the relationship with 
given person, you know? I feel like it's something that you're willing to work out. It's, it's something you're, you're, you're willing to work out then. Like, it doesn't hurt talking to this person, like I said. And also, like, I may be talking like, oh, people are scared to communicate, but you may want to be afraid to, to communicate. And that's just, you just got to grow up and be an adult. <laughs> like, there, there's no other excuse for that. You just need you just need to talk about it because if you keep on letting this happen while you're giving this while you're letting this person do this to you you're just you know you're brewing up more anger you're brewing up more anger and you're guaranteed to to pop off on this person you you just you're just prolonging things you're you're prolonging your pain honestly and it's it's not worth it it takes ten minutes to to clear up a situation and. I believe over talking is a sign of lying, and I know because like the times I do have to make up excuses, it's like like um 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 Indian um 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 yeah you're lying you're lying and like ten minutes is the golden time like that's that's fine that's fine <laughs> but if it's something good and you value the the relationship. It's worth talking, and you'll be willing to do it because that's how much you value it. Value it. You're willing to step outside of your comfort zone and have a face-to-face -face conversation because people hate confrontation. Like you're willing to do this to to value this relationship. So if it's a good enough relationship that you truly care about, you are willing to step outside of your comfort zone and talk. And that's a different situation if the other person doesn't want to talk to. Him. That's freaking toxic, and you may want to consider that. Point number three. Um, you say you did talk to this person, um, and uh, you cleared it up. You said what you didn't like. You made it clear, and they don't change. <laughs> They don't change. They 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 do the same thing over and over again, over and over again, and that's a big indicator that they're that they are who they are, and you constantly giving them chances. Like no, this this not it. This is not it. This is like your time you're playing with. Because I said this in a, a few times, actually a few episodes. Like for like the most important thing you could give someone is your time, and if you're Giving this person all your time, all your energy, it's not worth it. It's a waste. It's literally a waste. A waste. You can't get this time back. And like I said, like I want a freaking time machine. Time machine? You can't get no time machine. Unless somebody has FBI, CIA, NASA, whoever got a freaking time machine, Superman. But we don't have a time machine. And you're wasting all this time on a person trying to give them multiple chances, and they're clearly not changing. See that, and <clears throat> this person may have some redeeming uh qualities or whatever, but if those costs outweigh the, the benefits, is it really worth it? Like I, I hate to say, do a cost benefits analysis, but sometimes you got to do that on people. Make a nice list, make a nice, make an Excel spreadsheet or something. And then make a graph with it. I don't know if you guys know how to use Excel. You may want to do that. You got to weigh the costs and benefits to see if your time is being wasted. Because that's the most valuable thing, like I said. <clears throat> and um, point number five, like I said. Um, 
in life, um, though you can't choose your family, you can choose your friends and partners. So if you want to cut them off, cut them off. If you marry, get a divorce. <laughs> that's that's an example of cutting somebody off, getting a divorce. Okay, get just cut cut them off honestly, because you choose. It's your choice. Like I didn't choose to have the siblings or the parents or the family I had. You know, even like if I strongly disliked my siblings, you know, I would say this is my sibling. But would I say this is my friend? No, you choose your friends. You can choose your friends. Like, you're not assigned a friend. You're not assigned a buddy, you know. It is what it is, and you're allowed to pick that. And that's part of the choice you have here. You have freedom of choice. So can you express that in the form of these relationships? In the form of platonic romantic relationships? You you can choose that. You can get a divorce here in America. So go ahead and try it. So... You know, you did the whole cost-benefit analysis in your Excel spreadsheet. And then that's when you tally up all the points or you make a, a graph. And then you see, this person is causing me more harm than good. I'm going to cut them off. I should cut them off. I should cut them off for my mental health. I should cut them off because I don't want to be made out to look stupid. I should just cut them off because this person isn't adding any value to my life. That's that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Please cut them off. <laughs> and oh, honestly, like I'd like to conclude this with uh, saying, you know, no one wants to be, you know, like fooled and like constantly, constantly made out to uh, look like a clown or or a joke, you know. You gotta learn, learn, learn from what you observe. And like, honestly, if if you've been made out to look like a clown, like with this like imbalanced relationship with a friend, a partner, whatever, yeah, you just you live to learn. And I don't look at anything like life with you know regrets and stuff. I just look at his lessons. Like, it may be embarrassing lessons. It may be lessons from clown school, but uh, it's a lesson nonetheless. So, that's that's the way I, I see it. And you got to think about yourself. Like, think about it. Do I want to look like a clown? Do I want to be in the circus with the elephants? Do I want to be in the circus? Do I... Do I make balloon animals? No, you're not a freaking clown, so don't be one. And if that's your profession, then you're that's <laughs> that that's your job, but that's not your personality. That's not what you're doing. That's like you're you're just you don't wanna be a clown. You don't you don't wanna be made out to look like a clown, okay? Please don't be a clown out here. That is my advice. That is my advice to y'all in these imbalanced relationships. And if y'all been thinking about it, and hopefully this served as guidance to y'all. Okay? Ooh. Again, I said ooh. I don't know why I keep on saying ooh. But I don't know if I keep on saying ooh. So I go. It's like ooh, ooh. Anyway. Um. This conclusion segment, you know, I always like to throw in my advice because I like to think what I'm saying is valuable. But uh, this 
conclusions um, segment will be of service and been meant to like uh, offend the uh, people who who do this to to people. Um, so if this is you, if you are this type of friend who who doesn't put in the same effort a good person you know puts into you, you need to change that right away if you want to keep this person. Because like I said, it's not like this new phenomenon. Oh, people are so fake nowadays. People are so this. People are so... People always... People are people. And people always been people. Like, I know, like... I'm just saying people. But people have always been people. Humans have always been humans. And... And, like, you... We have social media and stuff. And people have more access to what people are doing nowadays. And... They just see it. They just see it more. They see it firsthand more. But this is no concept that is hard to come across nice, genuine people out there. It's it's really hard. So for you to be taking advantage of this person, that you're really fumbling the bag. Okay, you are fumbling the bag on the genuine relationship you're you're really fumbling that bag you don't you don't want to fumble the bag okay we gotta stay rich out here we gotta chase that clout too so just consider what you're doing and if you think in your head like oh i'm being a good friend i do this but no think think about it some more think about those concerns that this person has expressed to you through their nice communication skills or uh, think about like everything that person has done for you and think like, have I done this for them? Or like the way they treat you, I treat this person like this and they treat me like this. Is that the same? You got you to gotta think about that. And you can't, like you, had, you appreciate this person so much. So why treat them bad? Why treat them like crap? Why treat them like crap? So I just, I want to offer that advice to, to the folks who do that stuff you know and also i feel like like of course it's it's hard to find these good genuine people when you're taking advantage of them that's privilege <laughs> it's privilege some people are surrounded by fake folk some people born in the, into these these fake families these these fake friendships and they just they just live up being fake but you have a nice genuine relationship with somebody um that's something that's something that you need to appreciate not every day like like don't be like oh god i'm so thankful for something like if you want to do that please any of my friends if y'all want to thank god for that and your prayers before you go to bed please but please appreciate them and don't reveal your privilege by by walking all over them or not giving that same energy that they give you. And I would like to say, nice people may be nice, but that does not imply that they're gullible or dumb in any way. A nice person will be a nice person for some time, but if they get walked all over constantly, 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 Taking advantage of constantly. They're not going to be a nice person forever, okay? They're not going to be a genuine person forever. They're not. So you, you have to see that. Although you want this relationship because you think they're a good person. 
I can't, I can't lose a good person, but you have to be a good person yourself. It doesn't just go one way. That does not imply that we're gullible. Like I said, it's been people wanting to like continue friendships with me. Although we were never friends in the first place, but I'm like, okay, like you want to continue this oh, friendship. You know, you, you want to have this friendship with a nice person. You're a nice person. I want you in my life. I don't want you in my life because you're a liar. You're a liar and you're fake and you're a wolf in sheep's clothing. But let's not get into that because I already talked about that. You're a liar. You're fake. And I'm a good person. How's that? The, the, the scales aren't balanced here. It's really not balanced. So, so maybe if you like did a self evaluation and looked in the mirror and didn't lie to yourself some more, then then maybe maybe you would see that. And I'm not upset. I'm not upset. But like situations like that, like just that situation and other situations have made me like contemplate. Like so many people are liars. So many people want to take advantage of people's kindness. So many people want to want to do all of this to me. And why? Why am I still being nice? Why why am I still telling the truth and I'm not lying to them like they lie to me? Why? Like I've literally like I'm I know like it's uh kinda a joke all the time, but I just stop I'm like, what if I start lying? I just wanna lie like everyone else does. What if I'm just fake and not true with my intentions and and like not give uh equal effort in, in, into a friendship? I'm like, what if I'm the same way? Hmm. Because it would be much easier in life. It would be much easier. It saves your your feelings, your, you know, your time being wasted, your, you know, regrets from treating this person so nicely when the whole time they had negative intentions for you and thought you was a dummy. And it saves your, your clown time. You gotta save on that clown time, guys. But, guys, like I said, if you're like this, like if you're not matching somebody, a nice person's good energy, uh, then you can lead to a good person turning bad in the lickety split. I know I never said lickety split. It even sounds weird coming out of my mouth, but you can, can contribute to that. And then that's the, they used to be so nice. They changed. They, they only do stuff for the money. They only do stuff for this. They, they, they're not real. They're not caring. They used to do this for me. They used to do to this, and now they don't do it. Yeah, that's because their experiences of constantly getting treated terribly just makes them see what's the point. What's the point to being nice? What's the point of being genuine? Like, you grew up with these values, but you're getting treated in this way. And it just makes you contemplate. Change. Not to say you're trying to fit in by being fake, but if you get nothing in return in life and like, what's the point? You just see what, what's the point? So don't, don't contribute a person, don't, don't contribute to a person turning to a nice person turning bad. Just, just because you think they're gullible and you think they're walkable all over, you know, they're, you know, for you to walk all over them. Don't, because that's just like, it just creates the cycle, the cycle, cycle of fake, cycle of, you know, cycle of madness, cycle of, you know, liars, 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 so many liars, people can't tell the truth nowadays, just a cycle, what's the point, what is the point?
I just don't see what's the point. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. That is all for today's episode. Thank you so, 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 so much for listening. I always appreciate it. Always, always, always. I upload when I upload. And for any questions or for my advice segment of my podcast called Up In For Advice, please email fcoupe24 at gmail. And if you need me to spell that out, F-C-O-U-P-E-T 24 at gmail. And if you were born sometime last decade, this decade, have an Instagram. My Instagram is Frenice Dubbies. And if you need me to spell that out, it's F-R-A-N-E-S-E-D-A-B-E-A-S-T. Again, I am your host, Frenice Hupe. And always, 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 always be prepared to offend, to offend. Have a great day.